Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number three of the Outside the Wire podcast, the podcast with no format, no filters. We talk about whatever I want to, whatever's on my brain. Today's going to be a little bit different. I, of course, am your host, Michael Farrell. We're going to get a little political today, ladies and gentlemen. I want to talk about the Second Amendment. I want to talk about pro-Second Amendment, anti-Second Amendment, Judge Kavanaugh, David Hogg, uh, politicizing mass shootings, the NRA, the no RA, the Supreme Supreme Court. I want to talk about it all and get into eventually what does the actual Second Amendment say? What does it mean um, to me? I'm not a political scientist. I'm not a professor. I am just a patriot who firmly believes in the Second Amendment and who firmly believes in proactive self-defense instead of reactive self-defense um so that's where i'm coming from the first thing i really want to talk about is the supreme court nomination judge kavanaugh um i like where his head is at um i read some stuff on the dc versus heller ruling that he weighed in on um i don't I don't think people understand that weapons of war, quote-unquote, the AR-15, the semi-automatic pistol, the semi-automatic shotgun, all these things that are scary, I don't think people understand that whether you agree with them or you're scared of them or whatever the case may be, they are part of my rights as an American citizen. Conversation comes up. Oh, if we, if you gave up your rights and it saved one child's life, one child's life, don't you think it would be worth it? And the answer is no, absolutely not. Um, I, my heart breaks as a parent for those people who have lost children in school shootings. My heart breaks as a brother and a friend and a parent for people who lost people in you know aurora and las vegas and all these other tragedies but the fact remains an armed society is a polite society if you take my guns away and you make me defenseless that doesn't stop criminals it makes me a soft target In the military, a soft target is something that is easy to attack and overcome. Easy to obtain possession of that target or completion of that mission. That's a soft target. And if you take my ability to defend myself away, 
taking away my guns, taking away my knives, going even further, like Britain. And you make me a victim. And I will, I will tell you this right now. If it becomes illegal to possess firearms, I will become a criminal. I will not give up my right to self-defense. That is a God-given right that the founders of this nation put into existence. Not put into existence, but put the words into existence so that the government would understand what these rights were. So, some people get confused about what the actual Second Amendment is and says and does. So, essentially, what it is... Um, the Second Amendment says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay, so let's break that down. What it's saying is that the states have a right to a well-regulated militia that's necessary for the security of a free state. Part one. Part two. The most important part, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Not, oh, you, you know, you can kind of mess with them a little bit. Oh, you can limit their ability to get this. And No. The Constitution, which is a legally binding document, which is how our laws are upheld in this country, states they shall not be infringed. Now. I don't believe that anything I say will make everybody a gun owner. I don't believe that everything that I say will make anybody and everybody change their minds. I'm not that delusional. I'm not that naive. But I do want to educate people. I am, for better or worse, in the majority in this country. Out of the, the world's, I can't remember, 14 billion handguns, Americans own 46% of them. I am the majority of this country. I am what people want to be. I am a gun owner. Multiple times over. Um, I am highly trained. I'm not an assassin. I'm not a ninja. I don't claim anything like that. But I do have years and years of, ex of firearms experience. I am an instructor. I do help people get better. Um, so I, I am generally one of those people that I will be pro-gun until the day I die. And for me, the Second Amendment guarantees that. It allows me to be pro-Second Amendment until the day I die. Um... There's a whole bunch of Second Amendment topics that I really want to get to. Um, the The first one is that former Supreme Court Justice John Paul Stevens wants to repeal the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment. Um, my big question is: having a Supreme, a former Supreme Court Justice, have this position, does that give anti-gunners? anti-second amendment people kind of a leg up i don't think so i think most of these justices political bias aside understand 
excuse me, understand that the Second Amendment is the law of the land. And it's been here since the 1700s and it's not going to go anywhere. Um, I think people are scared of things that they don't understand and they're not willing to open their minds to and, and kind of get out of their comfort zone. Do guns make a lot of noise? Absolutely. Is the bang scary and loud? Yes, it is. But for me, it's all about can you suck it the fuck up and drive on? And most people can. Some people, like that reporter uh, who claimed he had PTSD after firing three rounds out of an AR-15. Well, you're fucking full of shit. And honestly, you might have went to a range that set you up to fail because you're a cunt. Um, You might have went to a place that automatically hated you because of your political views. Did you deserve it? Probably. But it's not real professional. Um, I can't say yay or nay on that. That's just speculation on my part. And it's a stupid speculation and I apologize for that. But for me, I just, I don't understand the argument of ordinary citizens not needing guns. It doesn't make any sense to me. Police force, police forces around the world are by their very definition a reactive force and not a proactive force. To prevent shit from happening to you or at least to attempt to prevent shit from happening to you, you have to be proactive. If you're not proactive, you're. it's like putting on your seatbelt after the fucking accident. It doesn't fucking do anything. It doesn't mean anything. So, you know, I think people need to, the gun control people need to sit down with gun owners and realize like, hey, if you are talking about guns, you don't like guns, but you're talking about banning guns, how about you bring the gun owners to the table? How about you have a conversation with us? How about you do what you're asking us to do and be willing to compromise? But you won't. You know, I've ran across people that, oh, my parents are so anti-gun. To the point that they condemn gun, gun ownership and, oh, everybody that owns guns is going to hell. Or I've been in Walmart. And approached by a female who, it was 8 o'clock in the morning. I was just trying to get my my, my breakfast and go to work. Um, I was approached by a female who told me because I work at a gun club and because I'm, I'm into firearms and because I sell guns that I was a, what did she say, a finger on the hand responsible for the destruction of America and I should burn in hell. I just looked at her and... I amazement and said, lady, it's eight o'clock in the morning. Get the fuck out of my way so I can get breakfast. Um, so I've been confronted personally, um, 
with people who are anti-gun and who hate me because I'm pro-gun and I think it's retarded. And, you know, I might get some people who are bitching and whining and complaining about me using the word retarded. I don't mean retarded in a mentally, you know, handicapped sort of way. I mean retarded in the fact that it is a stupid, backwards, closed-minded way of thinking. You know, they want all this inclusion and all this compromise but aren't willing to give anything it doesn't make any sense if you want this you have to be willing to to give what you're asking for but you're not big fucking surprise sorry guys i don't know what is coming over me tonight i am a little um a little bit more tired than i thought anyways So I want to talk about, I want to move on and talk about actually gun control. Um, There is a segment of gun owners in America who are so staunchly against enacting any any new laws and any common sense stuff or da-da-da-da-da. And I know I'm going to get it from that crowd too. Whatever, I don't care. Um, And really, honestly, if you don't like my opinion, gun owner or anti-gun owner, you can go fuck yourself. This is my opinion. That's how I feel. Um, Gun control is divisive in the fact that that word control. Nobody has the right to control me. Nobody has the right to control what kind of guns I own or how high a capacity my magazines are. Although California tries to do it all the time and successfully gets away with it. Nobody has the right to tell you or your family or your husband or your wife or whoever what you can and can't own. Unfortunately, it happens. So that's, to me, that's why the, the gun control is so divisive. It's about control. Um, you know, I... It, Gun owners, for the most part, are not unwilling to listen to ideas. But if you're going to have the conversation, you have to make us part of that conversation. And what most people are not willing to do is make us part of that conversation. It's horseshit. You can't have a gun conversation without the gun owners in this country. It's impossible. People try it. And... When they get on CNN or they get on MSNBC or they get whatever, wherever they get on, they look like assholes because they don't know what they're talking about. And then you have a Colion Noir, then you have a Dana Lash, and you have these guys from the NRA that sit back and let these people talk, and then we'll counterpoint them with stuff that's facts and stuff that if these people did five fucking minutes of research would understand. But, you know, Dana Lash is attacked and Coleon Noir is called all sorts of, Jesus Christ, awful names by black people and white people. And how he's, you know, an Uncle Tom and he's a coon and how he's this. And it's disgusting to me. These are the same people that want inclusion. These are the same people that are calling all white men, you know, Nazi racist, da 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 But they're throwing the word coon and the word Uncle Tom out there like...
it's quite disgusting and disturbing as to what people are saying about this man and saying about Dana Lash and saying about the NRA and Ali North and this person and that person. Gun owners, NRA specifically, take it on the chin more than our fair share. Now, yes, I'm a member of the NRA. I'm one of six million people in this country who are, belong to the NRA. There are countless of countless other millions who are gun owners who don't belong to the NRA. I bought in. I buy in. I believe in the NRA. I think there's some shit that they do that is really fucking retarded. But what are you going to do? I'm not always going to agree with everything everybody does. But I want to talk about this no RA fucking anti-NRA political bullshit movement that's coming on started by Alyssa Milano. Now, this is the same woman who was on Charmed and who was on this and who was on that. and I get it. She's a mother and she's doing what she thinks is right. But you're not it's not like you're attacking some ginormous corporation of people. Like the NRA is a corporation. It is a company that exists. But it it's comprised of six million Americans, six million people. Not six million businessmen, six million rich white people. No, like there are Asians, there are black Americans, there are Hispanic Americans, there are Jewish people, Muslim people, white people. I, there's everybody in the NRA. What you, what these people, the no RA and, and all these other idiots are saying is that the NRA is a bunch of old white rich men you know, who just want to keep our, our, our kids in danger and who want school shootings to continue and all of it's horseshit. They don't know what they're talking about at all. Like, at all. But they go out there with without facts and without statistics and without anything proven and they talk out of their assholes like their opinion isn't shit. Like their opinion isn't uneducated and unfounded so and then I don't know if it was no RA or who it was but somebody ran this fucking ad by these quote quote veterans and I use that word very loosely and that was a fucking horrible way to say the word veteran um but they use these veterans to portray this political fucking I used an M4 and I used an M13 and this is what it is and no motherfucker like first off the gun that you the firearm that you had in that commercial had no sights no sights second off if I remember correctly, the selector switch was on fire with a magazine in the magazine well, and the bolt was to the front. So there could have been a round in that chamber. So obviously, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. That's point number one. Point number two is that they're not assault weapons. It's just a gun. It's an inanimate object to assault 
is a verb, is an action. It blows my mind. Assault rifle. Assault rifle. Does not, it doesn't exist. And now the dictionary is getting into the assault rifle and assault weapon and da, da, da. like this did not exist an assault weapon is not a thing there are semi-automatic rifles there are semi-automatic pistols there are fully automatic submachine guns there are fully automatic machine guns there are shotguns there are lever actions there are revolvers there are break open shotguns there are and i can keep going and going and going and going and going it gets repetitive and and it gets boring assault rifle is not a kind of weapon it is a bullshit buzzword created by the media just like milspec that means nothing it has no true definition to assault is an action it is a verb you have to assault something assaulting assault is not an adjective you don't describe something as oh look at my assault beamer or look at my assault iphone the usage of that of assault in that way doesn't exist or shouldn't exist or didn't exist before this generation of fucking communists. Um, I get frustrated and I go away from making educated points and just calling people names. It's just frustrating as shit. I work my hardest to educate people and I work my hardest to get vernacular out of people's heads. Assault rifle, assault weapon, clip instead of magazine. Bullet instead of round. You know, these kinds of things, these definitions and, and all this shit is, is what kills the firearms industry. And not only that, like, aside from all that, it just gives us a negative connotation. People hate people who own firearms already. It is my job as a responsible gun owner. It's your job as a responsible gun owner or a future gun owner or somebody who's curious to represent well and to show that you're educated and to show that you know what you're doing and to be safe. Um, back to the no RA. These people are, are protesting a group made of 6 million Americans. Six million blue-collar Americans that are working, that are supporting families, that are leading normal lives. Um, but because we believe differently than Alyssa Milano does, we're wrong. It's complete and utter horseshit, but what are you going to do? That's how she feels. And she's allowed to have her opinion. Just like I'm also allowed to tell her she's absolutely wrong and needs to educate herself. Oh, yeah. You know, having armed bodyguards. Yeah, your your protest and argument becomes null and void at that point. If you believe that people shouldn't have guns, do not employ armed security. Don't be a hip... That's hypocritical. 
if nobody but police should have guns and the American citizen doesn't need guns, stop employing armed security. It's horseshit. You're a hypocrite. I think she's super talented. I think she's uh, she's beautiful, but she's a hypocrite. Just like most of the people in her circle are hypocrites. Most of these people that are marching for no guns are fucking hypocrites. I said it. I meant it. You know, whatever. If that hurts your feelings, well, I guess that sucks to be you. Uh, let's see. So, this past weekend... David Hogg and Emma Gonzalez came to San Antonio. Uh, one of my guys at work, Russell Blackledge, PFC type, uh, went to the to protest him with a bunch of local Marines here in San Antonio. Shout out to the local Marines here in San Antonio. Um, went to protest these idiots, and uh, I think it went well. I don't think they gave a shit what Russell and this group of Marines had to say. But that's not the point. The point is to go and tell them to go fuck themselves. Because they're 18 and have no fucking life experience and have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, David Hogg Hogg especially can go fuck himself. um, On Bill Maher talking about he's a... He's a survivor and he's a, a an expert on these, these rifles because they survived a school shooting. No, no, no. You're a victim. That's the difference between being a victim and a an expert. There's a huge difference there. A victim is abused or assaulted or taken advantage of. A... An expert has practical and book knowledge on a certain subject matter. Both of which David Hogg has none. And I can't remember his little crony's name. Um, David Hogg, if you're listening, and I know you're not because you don't know who the fuck I am and I really don't care. But I'll just give you this message right now. You... Or not a subject matter expert. You know nothing about the Armalite rifle. The AR platform. You know nothing of its creation. You don't know its creator. You don't know its intended uses. You don't know military application versus civilian application. You probably can't tell me what the full magazine capacity is. You probably can't tell me what the cyclic firing rate is of a fully automatic one. You probably can't tell me the max effective distance on an AR platform chambered in 5.56 or 2.23. You, I, you damn sure don't know what a 308 is. So, if you would like to talk about shit you don't know about, please, please look me up at the T-H-E-O-T-W podcast on Twitter. T-H-E-O-T-W podcast on Twitter. If you want to have a conversation, we can have a conversation. And little boy, I will school you again. I, you know, I don't like fighting. Like, this is so retarded because this kid is 18, 19 years old, supposedly. I don't know what his real age is. I don't know. I don't believe any of that fucking... 
conspiracy theory that he was in this high school and then went to that. No, I don't believe that shit. But um, I don't know if he's 18 or 19 or 20 or whatever. So for me, it's it's a little ridiculous that I'm even saying this to this kid, but you need an education. You don't know what you're talking about. You're speaking out out the side of your ass with no evidence to the contrary. Um, for me, you just need to be sat down and talked to like like an adult and understood that I will not we will not sugarcoat this bullshit for you. There's a quote of you saying that you'll start a revolution. Your generation will start a revolution. Motherfucker, do you know how to start a can opener? Just, I'm just curious. So, yeah, I'm a little frustrated about that. Right, but, you know, David Hogg, Emma Gonzalez, I, I get why they do what they do. They think they're doing great things and they think they're going to make change. That's fine. I'd rather you do something. I'd rather you protest and bitch than sit on your couch and, and be lazy and eat Cheetos. So at least you're getting out and doing something. Okay, Judge Kavanaugh, again, um, President Trump, I think, has done a fantastic job with Supreme Court nominations. Judge Neil Gorsh, I think, is doing a fantastic job. I don't agree with all of his politics, uh, just like I'm sure I won't agree with uh, Judge Kavanaugh's politics sometimes. It's fine, whatever. I don't I don't agree with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. I am pro-choice. It gets me a little bit of flag from the conservative community, but I believe as a man, I don't really have the right to tell a woman what to do with her body. I personally would rather not have an abortion, and I don't think I could. Actually, I know I couldn't um, with my wife and I, but... It's not my place to tell a woman what to do. That's how I feel about the abortion thing. So, I don't agree with some of his politics. I do like that he is a staunch supporter of the Second Amendment, of the Constitution. So, I can deal with... I can deal with... His, uh, disagreeing with a little bit of his politics. But... He... He is a staunch supporter of the Second Amendment, and that's what I think we need uh, uh, another supporter of the Second Amendment. Um, so I, I'm all for Judge Kavanaugh. Um, so I want to talk about right now what some people who aren't gun owners may not understand. It's called the National Firearms Act. Um, and this is from the ATF the, the ATF website. The NFA was originally enacted in 1934. Similar to the current NFA, the original imposed a tax on making and transfer of firearms defined by the act as well as a special occupational tax on engaged in the business of importing, manufacturing, and dealing in NFA firearms. The law required the registration of all NFA firearms with the Secretary of Treasury 
Firearms subject to the 1934 Act included shotguns and rifles having barrels less than 18 inches in length, certain firearms described as any other weapons, machine guns and firearm mufflers and silencers, a.k.a. suppressors. Um, while the NFA was enacted by Congress as an exercise of its authority to tax, the NFA had an underlying purpose unrelated to revenue collection. As the legislative history of the law discloses, it is underlying purpose was to curtail, if not prohibit, transactions in NFA firearms. So essentially, the NFA was founded to make it harder, if not almost impossible, to deal um, with machine guns and suppressors and uh, barrel lengths and stuff like that. I personally think we should abolish the NFA. What business of it... What business of yours is it if I have an 18-inch barrel versus an 11-and-a-half-inch barrel on my rifle? It really isn't. Um, so the NFA, to me, is shit. But essentially what the NFA does now is, is there's a certain list of prohibited firearms um, that, like like you said... SBRs, which are short barrel rifles, SBSs, short barrel shotguns, suppressors, and machine guns. As well as there are some things called any other any other weapons or any other firearms. Uh, essentially, it's all retarded. It's none of your business as the government what I can and can't have in my house. But they're the government and they try to limit it anyway. So my whole point on that whole couple of minute segment on the NFA was let's abolish it. I mean, you know, gun controllers want to go extreme and take guns off the streets and buy back rifles and be Australia. I say, fuck it. Let's go the complete opposite way and abolish the NFA. Short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, and suppressors. I'm all for it. Oh, another policy or another point just, you know, as well on the Second Amendment. Earlier we talked about, and I defined what the Second Amendment was and what it meant to me. The other thing that the Second Amendment was supposed to do was it was allow the common citizen to have the same firepower as the government. The Second Amendment was plain and simple, designed to allow citizens to defend themselves from a tyrannical government. Now, I get the article, I get the argument all the time. What is your little M4 going to do against tanks and planes and helicopters? It's not about that. I'm going to die anyway. We're all going to die. I just want the opportunity to, to die defending my family. Right. I told the government, hey, I am willing to die for my country. If you don't think I'm willing to die for my family, you are fucking out of your mind. There's not, I mean, my niece, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, my wife, my kids, my father, my mother, my, you know, my family. I will die before I see them hurt willingly in the worst ways possible if I have to. So the Second Amendment to me guarantees me the right to die defending my family. 
That's my right. That's my business. If you don't like it, well, butt the fuck out. And you go do something that you like. I'm not in your business telling you what you can and can't do. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is the Supreme Court ruling on Heller versus D.C. So, again, I don't have a lot of this information memorized. I'm Googling and wikipedia and this stuff and checking sources and stuff. Um, so, essentially... Uh, D.C. versus Heller is a landmark case in which the Supreme Court of the U.S. held that a Second Amendment held that the Second Amendment protects an individual's right to possess a firearm unconnected with service in a militia for traditionally lawful purposes, such as self-defense within the home, and that D.C.'s handgun ban and requirement that lawfully owned rifles and shotguns be kept unloaded and disassembled or bound by a trigger lock violated this guarantee. It also stated that the right to bear arms is not unlimited and that guns and gun ownership would continue to be regulated. Due to D.C.'s special status as federal district, the decision did not address the question of whether the Second Amendment's protections are incorporated by due process clause of the 14th Amendment against the states, which was addressed two years later by McDonald v. City of Chicago, in which it was found that they are. It was the first Supreme Court case to decide whether the Second Amendment protects an individual's right to keep and bear arms for self-defense. So, essentially, all of that means, according to the Second Amendment, as voted on by the Supreme Court, the Second Amendment guarantees me the right to own firearms inside my home for self-protection. It guarantees me that right. Some people don't like it. Some people are going to bitch. And some people are going to whine. And some people are going to moan. Deal with it. Ladies and gentlemen. I submit this to you. Does the Second Amendment guarantee you the right for self-defense? And according to Supreme Court case, District of Columbia v. Heller, it does. It guarantees you the right to own firearms for your very own self-defense. So... If you're anti-Second Amendment, if you're anti-gun, if you don't like what I'm saying, sorry about your luck. The Supreme Court has said that I am allowed to own guns for self-defense. Period. Point blank. That's it for this week. I appreciate you guys for listening, who are listening, if you are listening. Uh, again, you can find me on Twitter at at OTW Podcast. Sorry, at the T H E O T W Podcast. T H E O T W Podcast. Till next week.